6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Well, we know that there are plenty of new stores and, and restaurants opening in Edmonton recently. Um, Dickie's Barbecue Pit, which is a um, Texas-based chain restaurant, opened its first Canadian location in Edmonton recently over on the south side. California Pizza Kitchen has also said it's going to open its first Canadian location in South Edmonton sometime this year. And you'll remember um, in December... Uh, 7-Eleven opened a licensed location in North Edmonton that includes a dining area for liquor consumption on the premises. So why has Edmonton turned into a preferred launching spot for U.S. chains? Or maybe it already always has been, you know, for U.S. chains making their Canadian debut. Let's find out. Let's get some insight with Ziad Kadoura, an Edmonton-based franchise consultant. Ziad, welcome to 630 Chad. Yeah, hi, Jalen. Nice, Thanks for having me. Nice to have you join us this afternoon. So, a question for you. What makes a good test market? What makes a good city for um, for uh, restaurants, for chains to try things out? Well, I think um, we need to go back in time a bit. Edmonton has always been a proven ground for lots of successful food concepts. In fact, both Edmonton and Calgary... Um, have had amazing concepts that basically traveled the world. Uh, you could go to the UK or to, let's say, Dubai or Middle East or Asia, and you'll see a Juga juice or an Edo or, um, you know, any uh, booster juice. So I think what we have in Edmonton is something very unique. We've got lots of great uh, creativity as well when it comes to food concepts. So if I, were, if I was um, a franchisor out of the U.S., and I'm thinking about uh, expanding my brand, the first thing I'd look at is the market itself. Hmm. Is the market um, something, you know, has the market proven um, to have lots of success uh, brands and concepts around, you know? And I think we've got great concepts here from, you know, Boston Pizza or Earl's that traveled throughout uh, Canada. That's, yeah, that, you know what, that, that's interesting. So you kind of take a look at what's come before. But I, I, I'm wondering, I, I suspect that I would have thought that maybe some of those bigger markets like Toronto or Vancouver, Montreal, that, that, that those places might be a better testing ground. Why, why not those cities? Well, I think um, with, with Alberta overall, Edmonton and Calgary, but uh, mainly Edmonton, well, first of all, the proximity to the U.S., which you could say is the same thing with Vancouver and Toronto. But in my opinion, it's the um, similarities in the population makeup. I think here we've got a good balance of newcomers, local, different, different ethnic groups. Whereas, for example, in Toronto, it might be more one type of you know, ethnic group versus Vancouver, another type. And Montreal is definitely you know, much more French. So it becomes a bit more complicated for U.S. Uh, mm. concepts to come in. And also, if you look at the makeup of Edmonton, I would say it's very similar to Tampa or Atlanta and so on. These are cities that have had proven concepts, like Outback Steakhouse, like Melting Pot. Huh. So having these concepts come in here, get tested here, and we've got some amazing concepts that uh, have been here for a while, you know, like Red Lobster and Olive Garden. They've been here for a long time, and they're doing very well. So um, that's one thing. The other thing is, I would say, the supply solution, bringing products 
from the U.S. to here um, is much easier, I guess. And doing business here overall is much better, you know, with the low um, tax rates on businesses. Uh. It makes it, you know, it's a better testing ground than other places where the tax rates are higher, where uh, cost of real estate is higher. Yeah, I, wanted to, I was going to ask you about the cost of real estate and how that would play into how that would play into this as well. That's a, that's got to be a big factor. Yeah, so like if you take Dickies for example, and where they opened in uh, the Terrelliger area, first of all, it's a new mall, it's a strip mall, it's a very nice mall, and then probably what they paid for that um, location, if they were to do that in Toronto, they'd probably pay about two, three times more in rent. Or Vancouver, so it's good for them to get, uh, you know, to try the market here. And the other thing also that franchises need to be very careful with is when you come into a market, you come in with the formula in mind, and then you need to get, you need to test this formula, make sure that you're open. You need to be flexible as a franchisor. You need to adapt to the local population and the local um, taste profile sometimes. So it's easier to do that in a market of a million than a market, you know, of you know, four, five, six million. So I think there's it's it's just easier to come in here and try things and see how things are going before you start launching to other places. So that's why, for example, PF Chang yeah. is gonna be opening here and that's a very big brand to come and open in Edmonton. You you talked about CPK. CPK is an, an amazing brand. Uh, that uh, opened in the UK and opened in the Middle East, and now they're coming to Edmonton. So, I mean, we've got some amazing stories. Look at Jollibee. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, when they opened here, how many days was it before you could go in because of the lineup? So we've got a strong population with a strong buying power that people you know, uh, appreciate, or brands appreciate. Uh, Ziad Kadora joining me this afternoon, an Edmonton-based franchise consultant. Uh, Ziad, I, I was wondering about that population. You, you, I mean, obviously, Edmonton has a, a, a pretty good history when it comes to uh, a number of different franchises. And I'm, I'm just fascinated that, you know, a, a population of, what, a million um, would be enough to you know, be a, a good testing ground. Again, I, 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 would, I know that there's other reasons why maybe Edmonton, Vancouver wouldn't be the spot, but I thought that that smaller population might cause some grief. Well, I, I, I see it as um, something positive. When you've got a smaller population, when you're coming in with a new concept and you need to adapt, look at, for example, um, um, uh, Olive Garden uh, and Red Lobster, they ended up closing in Toronto because they couldn't adapt fast enough, mm. whereas here they're doing so well. So when you have a smaller test market or a smaller population, you're able, you're more flexible. There's more flexibility. There's a better understanding of the of the consumer as well, the consumer behavior, how they, how often they come back to you, what they like about you, what they don't. And also you can gauge things a bit better with you know especially now with social media all our marketing is happening on social media um i would say the days of uh, tvs and uh, ads um aren't gone but it's they're, they're only reserved for the big brands so now it's easier to understand how things are working with the smaller market um, and also don't forget Edmonton is not only Edmonton, it's the greater Edmonton area. Yes, yeah. So you open a store in Edmonton and then you say, okay, let me expand a bit 
and go to Sherwood Park and see how things are going there and go to Leduc and maybe expand down to, uh, to uh, Red Deer and Airdrie and then Calgary. So it's not only a population of a million that you need to look at, it's how easy is it to move from one city to another or one town to another. I think that's important as well. Before I let you go, are you hearing any talk of any more mm, interesting franchises coming this way that you can share with us? Uh, not, not really. The only thing that I wish would come in here is um, Cheesecake Factory. I think that would be amazing for them to come in. But also all these brands, when they want to come in, you know, you have to see a Cheesecake Factory. But we, had, we had a Cheesecake Factory here. No, what we had was not the was not the American cheesecake oh, factory. Okay. It was a local brand. But also, um, you know, any of these big brands, you need to look at the investment that they need to put in. The PF Chong is going to cost probably a twenty-five or twenty million dollars to come in, uh, and you know, from decor and training and all of that. And for them to invest all that money, they need to see a good return on yeah. investment. So I think with time. I have, look, and the other thing is we've got so many great concepts here that are filling the gaps. We've got a great foodie, uh, you know, um, um, environment here. And people are, they they love going out. I mean, I go out quite a bit and, you know, there's some amazing concepts and we're doing very well the way we are, I guess. (laughs) Ah, fascinating stuff. Thank you for sharing your insight. I sure appreciate your time. You're welcome, Zainan. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you betcha. Thank you for joining us. Ziad Kadwara, who is an Edmonton-based franchise consultant. And, you know, it's it's fascinating to hear that background and a little bit of the reasons why. You know, when you hear some of these these big chains coming to town. And, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how they do. And and also a a huge shout-out to the small local uh, businesses and restaurants who are kicking butt out there and doing a great job uh, of, uh, you know, great service and great food every single day.